a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. You cannot have a healthy relationship without trust, and yet virtually all of us can bring to mind a scenario where our trust has been broken. Maybe the people in your past were completely untrustworthy, or maybe you were cheated on, you were lied to, ghosted, and completely betrayed, and it makes sense that you've had high walls after that. And maybe you're the type of person who has always kept people at a distance and always leaves the relationship first so you don't get hurt. And this is a dynamic that happens all the time when there's trust issues. And often this feels as though you are in a double bind because on one hand, building high walls because some people violated your trust in the past isn't fair to those who are perfectly trustworthy people. You're just getting to know. But then on the other hand, letting your boundaries come crashing down all at once instead of giving trust in little bits and pieces at a time is setting yourself up to get hurt. So how can you get past your trust issues in a healthy and balanced way? I mean, that's really the question. And if you have that armor on so thick, right, to protect yourself, you are shielding yourself from getting too close to someone, which, by the way, becomes your love shield. And so the notion is not to strip all the armor off and just stand there naked and totally vulnerable, but you could learn to just, you know, put down the sword to start, you know, maybe peek through the helmet to allow some opening and getting to know someone and learn to trust again. There was a woman I worked with not too long ago who had extreme trust issues. I mean, it was really getting in the way of meeting somebody fantastic for herself. But the kicker was she didn't even see it as that. Like her complaint was that there were just no good men out there that really met her standards. That's how she framed it. And when I asked about her past, she revealed that she had a horrible marriage with a narcissistic man who ended up cheating, lying, blaming her for everything, yada, yada. We all know those dynamics. But by the time she got out of the marriage and was ready to date, she found herself not liking any potential dates or viable options online and off. So I I asked to do a session with her just to look through her profiles, as I often do. Like, there's no hiding from me, you all. You all know this. I go into your Bumble account. I was looking at what she was looking at as she was sifting through the profiles, and I saw exactly where the problem was. Like, she would find these little triggers that had similar features or characteristics of her ex in the profile. And would swipe left right away. And it just like she nitpicked every single little detail of almost every man. And she really lost sight and quite honestly passed by some great leads. It was like that Dr. Seuss book, Old Hat, New Hat. Like this one was too small. This one was too big. This one had too many polka dots. And it went on and on. And, And in the end, no one was really even good enough because really she was just scared. And this led to distancing herself as a protective mechanism, had constant doubts and fear of abandonment 
that comes with assuming men can't be trusted or trusting too soon. So we worked hard at her opening up and looking at the right qualities in a profile and talking to many people in real life just so that she could experience something different. And she started dating men she would never have picked and learned to build an emotional connection first before jumping in and relying on the physical chemistry, which she often did in the past. She did land a great guy and then had a new problem. Well, the new problem was trusting that it would last. But this is a constant quest, right? Especially when you have been hurt before. And in the end, it really wasn't the men she didn't trust. It was not trusting herself to pick someone that would cause her pain again. It's not fair to treat every person you date as guilty of the sins of your past. You know, and in fact, I always say everyone is innocent before proven guilty, but it does take work. It takes time. It takes intentionality to make a dent in your love shield. So with me today is a fantastic guy who has created a whole podcast around trust, which I love, to talk more about this topic. He is a well-known leader in the podcasting and new media industry. He is currently the host of Trust Factor with Rob Greenlee, so I just revealed his name, um, on 100tvnetwork.com, a 10-year-plus-year co-host of newmediashow.com live and the founder host of Spoken Live Media Show. He has been a podcaster, radio broadcaster for over 24 years and is considered a pioneer. He is a total pioneer in the online and new media industry. In his work career, he has overseen content development, distribution, technology, and partnerships in prior VP and executive leadership roles at places like Microsoft, Podcast One, Spreaker, Libsyn, and Podbean. For those of you who don't know what those are, let's just say he's badass. <laughs> and he was the founding chairperson of the Podcast Academy and the Ambies.com Awards. Welcome, Rob Greenlee. Hello. <laughs> uh, Timmy, it's great uh, to be here with you on your show. It's it's, it's fantastic. So I'm, I'm excited to talk about this. This is a new journey for me around this concept of uh, building trust and in relationships uh, and all over the map. I, I think it's the number one issue in the world today, uh, but yeah. it's great to be here. No, and and that's why I was just so stoked to have you on. And I'm not going to lie, it's a little intimidating given your bio that here you are, the Charisma Quotient. I'm very honored. <laughs> so, um, but it is like a new endeavor for you. And I'm excited about your new focus and your podcast. Um, and while I just kind of read your, you know, bio, I, I honestly, and, and this is the truth that you and I have talked at many pod cast summits and whatnot, but I don't really know like your personal backstory that led you mm -hmm. in to this, like just whole world really. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been around the, the planet. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've spun around the planet a few years. Um, so I've been in a few relationships myself over the years and marriages and things and had children. And so I've, I've experienced a lot, um, in relationships and mm. um, and have had the ups and downs like most people have, you know, with those experiences and and it's it's uh, it it's challenging and I think you know it's much more for, for me it's much broader than just the interpersonal relationships in my own life. It's it's more about how I feel about the world today and how I feel about people when they're connecting with each other, uh, just like what you were talking about earlier about the 
the just the, the skepticism that everybody has about everything now and 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 trust is kind of at the core of that because many people like you have said have had uh, challenging experiences around trusting others and and those um, shape you definitely and and it's shaped me as well so you know it's hard to take that position of uh you know looking at people as not being guilty um Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they have to prove them prove themselves right um or just i tend to be a, a person that trusts right away um so my my default is to trust first um and then like you say if there's evidence to the contrary on that and i'm i'm actually pretty flexible on that anyway just because i think you have to be flexible now around the concept of trust because you know, people do things for a lot of reasons, and sometimes they're doing it for their own reasons. And and I can't, you know, I can only look out for myself. I can't really force anybody else to really change their behavior or do something different. Um, but that's that, that's one thing I was trying to do with this new show that I launched was to just talk about the concept and get people uh, thinking about these things a little bit. And as a content creator, it's it's mm-hmm. it's a big factor too. And that's kind of how I started the whole series was talking about how like a podcast host or a video show host or whatever, how they build rapport and how they build trust with their audience. Um, Because people are starved for connecting with people that they feel like they can trust. And that's kind of where this is coming from for me. It's it's fantastic. And it bleeds into not just relationships, but like business experiences and romantic situations. And as you indicated, like in your history, I, cause I wondered, like, it it sounds like you've been through, you know, different relationships yourself and and obviously different business situations. And Mm -hmm. how have you learned to kind of overcome some trust? Like when things haven't gone well, you know, cause I mean, trust gets broken period when things don't go well because you start like even looking at yourself saying why did I pick that or whatever it is yeah yeah I think you do kind of get that kind of like that filter that you kind of sense with people about um, how genuine they are how authentic they they are when they communicate to you and and whether or not they they fall through with the things that they say they're going to do or just basic things like that that are also very fundamental to relationships as well as in business relationships and then also, you know, as a content creator, you know, connecting with audiences is also something that, you know, you make a promise, you need to, you know, fall through on that and you need to be reliable, you need to be responsible. And all these aspects that I think our society today really oftentimes struggles with, because I, I think a lot of people think a lot about me, me, me and what mm. I'm, what I'm feeling and what I, and I think the, the other big thing that goes along with um being open to others is having a feeling of empathy for others and what they're going through and, and not be so quick to distrust. Um, I think just dig a little deeper and find out what is really going on. And I'm sure that's a big issue with what you do with your clients too, is that you're, you're trying to flush out from them what those issues are that are getting in the way or maybe putting up those walls um, to accepting people into their lives. Oh, it's so, so true. And, you know, a lot of what we're talking about has to do with fear. 
Because, right, like, I mean, when we're in that fearful state of getting hurt again or whatever it is, then that's when the walls go up and you don't trust. No, that happens all the time with my clients. I remember there was a woman who, um, she she was really working on the, the trust thing and she finds this great guy, right? And And now I'm kind of coaching her through the relationship. She's in the next phase and she started getting really um, anxious because there were things that were starting to happen in the relationships. And she went into the assuming and predicting. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that, she didn't clarify. She was just assuming and predicting what he was thinking. And so she was riddled with anxiety. And she honestly, she was about to end the relationship and self-sabotage mm -hmm. because right. she's like, oh, here it is again. See, he's the, I, so she had it's this a confirmational situation. Oh, right? totally. She was expecting this. So when yes. it showed a little bit of a clue, it's like, it's here it comes. <laughs> Gotta love the self-fulfilling prophecy, right? right, right. <laughs> so, so she, thank God I was on the phone with her. I said, okay, so what is the burning question? Like, what are you worried about with him? And it had something to do with sex and in the bedroom. And there were these things that were happening and she was like, he's an asshole. And like all these things oh, are going on. And, and so she was asking me, well, what do you think? Like, what do you think is going on? And I said, I have a, one simple question. Have you asked him? And there was just this like <laughs> silence, right? The silence. She goes, uh, well, I mean, no, I, I, you, you think I should? I said, uh, uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called <laughs> communication, you right. know? Right. And it's, it's a little bit of that, you know, like I talked about earlier, it's the empathy. It's, it's being able to, to see someone in, from their perspective, not just from your own, I think is really important. So important. And yeah. so she did, she went back and she asked him just point blank. Cause she was asking me like, well, how should I say it? I said, just ask. Like there's the, the way, like what you said to me, just say to him, like there really right. isn't. I mean, again, she was so riddled in fear and not used to being direct with her feelings um, that she did. And it was huge for both of them. Like he yeah. had no idea she was feeling this way. They started like, you know, chatting about a lot of other things that kind of spurred into like other things that they were wondering about each other. And it was beautiful. So yeah, to your point, it is like a lot of it is that like empathy and understanding, but it, it starts with communication, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That and you know, I've I've been in situations where, you know, I think people get a little spun up with their emotions as well, and it uh, kind of takes them out of the game, right? It's it's uh, they kind of get so distracted with the the emotions of the situation, and it's difficult. I I know, and I've I've run into all sorts of problems with this too by saying, you know please take your emotions out of this and let's talk about this rationally. Right. Um, oh, you're a typical guy. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it's like, you know, that's, that's another the, issue. <laughs> that's the path to doom right there is to right. say, you know, it's to give the impression that you're invalidating someone else's feelings or emotions, which, which isn't really what the intent is. It's more like, let's, let's kind of lower the temperature on this and let's mm -hmm. talk it through and really get to the core of, what the what, what the real problem is here because oftentimes what's expressed is not always what's really behind it so and it's difficult to get to what the real issue is right oh my god not only that even 
the way things are expressed. So you may be giving a message, trying to build the trust, but it's not landing in the way that Mm -hmm. the receiver hears it. And it may just be the delivery of it. Or they don't want to hear it. Or they don't want to hear (laughs) it. (laughs) Because it it doesn't play into their their thinking about what the situation looks like. Yeah. Oh, a hands down. So like on your new podcast, when you are talking about trust, are there you know, certain steps or kind of like tidbits that you're teaching in order to build the trust? Yeah, I mean, it's they're really kind of, I mean, if if you back up and really um, think about it, they are pretty fundamental to just basic human communication. Just like what we were saying just a minute ago, it's like, you know, being a little bit more upfront about what what you want and also what you would like of of others, but then also having the ability to to listen to others. But also, you know, like I said at the very beginning of this too, is is that you need to be consistent and you need to communicate and follow through. You know, I think that's that's where a lot of people fall apart is when they um, talk to others, they express things, but then they give reasons over a period of time to distrust because mm. the person didn't say what they were didn't follow through with what they said they were going to do or um, said something that they shouldn't say. And th- this is the other thing that runs into problems too, is that uh, words can be misinterpreted and that also destroys trust too. I mean, cause what you intend to say and what you actually say are not always aligned, right. Um, oh, yeah. In people's perceptions. And so being very careful about how you say things. I mean, I put my foot in my mouth all, all the time in my, my existing relationships and in my past um, that hasn't helped build trust as well, but, but really it's, it's, I think the big things that I really talk about in my show is really around authenticity and yeah. just being very straightforward and, and not very many people are very comfortable with that. And that's, that's one of the, 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 the things. And then also having filters on to know who to trust, but uh, trusting first and then learning more to then maybe have less trust. So, you know, the default should always, in my opinion, be, should be trust Mm. um, to a degree, right? Not a hundred percent trust, but maybe like 75% trust until you start seeing signs that there are inconsistencies or things that are not adding up, right? Um, That drop it back to 50% or or those kind of things. And so you're kind of like, I think an analogy that I've heard in the past that you use in, in personal relationships, um, your, your relationship is like a uh, cash register in a, in a store or something like that. You can, you can put money in the the cash drawer or you can take money out. So um, in those interpersonal relationships in um, actions that you do, positive things, reinforcements, um, compliments, um, you know, actions to help others whatever puts money in the drawer but when you um, don't fall through with things or you make promises that you don't deliver on or you upset whatever then the cash comes out of that drawer fast <laughs> oh my god that's a good analogy i like that right right so <laughs> yeah. you're spending money like crazy when you're not being being as trustworthy right well it's input output you know and and and, yep. and that is what we look at in terms of like reciprocity and relationships mm-hmm. too. And anytime you're, you know, 
putting too much focus on the other person or too much on yourself is when you have these like lopsided relationships. And then you're like, how did I get here? Well, like, what an, what an idiot, you know, it's like, well, but you were part of that dynamic, you know, and it it takes two to make that work. It takes two to tango. Like I always tell my clients, like from the minute you say hello, you are setting the precedent for the rest of the relationship. It's how you even Mm -hmm. have a conversation. Like, are you sitting there? If you're so riddled with fear of trusting that you don't share anything about yourself on a first date, for instance, Mm -hmm. and you're just firing questions at that person, then the takers are going to love you. Right. And then later on, you're going to wonder, well, how did I attract a taker? Well, you set that up (laughs) to begin with. It's a self-fulfilling situation, right? Yes. Yes. Well, I love this whole notion that you said about authenticity. If I'd love maybe just talk more about that. And like, mm-hmm. how does that relate to trust? Well, I think a lot of people, if they go into any kind of interpersonal relationships or business relationships, uh, fearful um, or lacking in confidence, I think it really impacts the the potential of the situation. Um, it, in, in having a connection with another person, um, it needs to go beyond just the superficial, right? And yeah. and th- th- this is one of the challenges that a lot of people have, especially guys. They're, they're just not, you know, if they're talking to a to a girl or a woman or whatever like that, they oftentimes don't have the confidence to create a conversation that's actually meaningful, <laughs> not uh. just not just you know the pickup line or whatever you might want to say it or or giving a um, you know kind of a creepy kind of response to them hey babe come here often. right exactly and that's, <laughs> right. You know, I've, I've heard that for for years and i right. i just kind of like did that work for you go ever? there <laughs> just that's it's actually one of the big reasons why i dislike going out to bars is uh-huh. is and i've really shot away from it you know if i'm going to meet people i want to meet them in a, a place where it's not as noisy you know one this is the thing I, I go to a lot of podcasting conferences and things like that and after hours events and it's one of the hardest places to build any kind of connection with someone is when you have loud music and and people are you know distracted by flashing lights and and all this kind of you, you just can't th- there's only so much that you can do to build a connection with another person so right right well and it is because if you are starting a conversation or a relationship in a superficial way, maybe because you have trust issues, right? Like it's easier to to deflect either onto the other person or show up as someone that you're not. Mm, Then, because it it could go either way, right? And It's going to come across though. That's the problem. Yes. You can't can't maintain that. And that's going to break trust right there. Exactly. So I, you're spot on about the authenticity, but I think a lot of times people have a hard time understanding how that ties into trust. But it it is something that if you're not really showing your true self and expressing your needs, your wants from that authentic way, all you're doing is people pleasing and like hoping, you know, that that person's going to be the person for you. But again, you're setting up something yeah. that is probably not going to work in the end just by doing that. Yeah. And I think also, you know, understanding, um, have some level of understanding, whether it be from experience or some help, like from a person like yourself, uh, I'm trying to understand body language too. I think that mm. there's, there's other clues that you can have 
that can either build trust or erode trust. But trust is really kind of a, a pliable topic in this context because it's it's not really about trust. It's more about um, stop signs or go signs, <laughs> right? It's yes. and 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 depending on how you respond to those stop or go signs um, will will create the trust or the distrust. And I think that's that's what one of the challenges that you um, that takes. I'm not sure that you're born with the ability to to understand human physical um, kind of facial expressions and and gestures and and movements and things like that that can give you a lot of clue to um, if a person is interested in even connecting at a deeper level. Uh, I think that that's a big factor too, and I'm sure maybe you talk about that in your in your clients. I lo- I love that you just brought that up because. Yeah. Yes. I mean, hands down, you know, 93% of communication is nonverbal. So mm-hmm. what you say isn't even as important as how you show up to your point, like when you're first meeting someone. And here's the crazy part about that too, because it can work both ways. Like if you have trust issues yourself and you're kind of anxious, mm-hmm. you might be anxious in your body. Right. Confidence. I mean, what's the delta there between trust and confidence? I think it's more about confidence in oneself or confidence in what others think of me. Right. Yes. Right. Because rather than worrying about what other people think and feel, it's coming from a place of what do I want and going Mm -hmm. after it. And confidence, it's, I mean, it's interesting. Confidence and trust actually are intertwined, I think. You know, because I agree. Right. Like if you're insecure about something or you're not confident, maybe you don't trust yourself enough to be that person or whatever it is. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I talk about this all the time. Really, I think confidence is just experience. So if, if you are feeling anxious, maybe you haven't had experience being in a trustful relationship or approaching right. a woman in a successful way or whatever it is. So how do you get it? You practice. I mean, but it's getting over there. I mean, it's so simple, but it, it yeah, can be it's a so little complex. bumpy on that, on that path though. So yeah. it, it can either work out well or it can go really bad. And if it goes really bad, are you going to be willing to jump back into the pool again? That's right. Get back on the horse. And that's where the confidence comes in because mm-hmm. you build up resiliency over a while. While it's kind of like being in the boxing rink, right? You get yeah. your first blow, it hurts like heck, you know. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, you're like, I'm gonna get back up. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no problem. Yeah. I've done that before, you know. And you instead of saying, Oh, that person didn't like me, you flip the script and you say, I dodged a bullet. Thank God that didn't work out. Like if it's <laughs> happening now, like yeah. <laughs> you know, so it again yeah. it's a conversation in your head, but that body language thing is true. So what I was saying before is that if you're not trusting or self-conscious in your body and you're anxious, mm-hmm. then the person you encounter or talk to, they're going to pick up the anxiety and they're going to feel anxious. Mm-hmm. So then it's like a chicken and egg thing, like which you know, which which is first. Um, or if that person doesn't trust or they've been abused or ridiculed or whatever it is, then their body language like is standoffish. Right. Right. And they're like that. Yeah. So, and and that's happened quite a bit too. I, I always tell the story of this woman who I was talking to and she had zero confidence and zero trust in men. And it was so apparent in her body language, like you were saying. And I saw her and when we were at this hotel, we were even just me and her were talking. And every time I would 
take a step forward to kind of talk to her, she would take a step back. Wow. And we were doing this dance, right? Like, and, and step forward, step back, step forward. Step back. And pretty soon, after about 10 minutes, we were in another room. <laughs> I'm like, can we just stop the conversation and look around to see where we are? Right, and, right. and she's like, how did we get here? I said, because you keep backing up. And she's like, oh my God, I didn't even realize that. And, and how that translated to just even being in like closeness yeah, that's with a man. Yeah. Wow. I mean, she's going to have some serious problems if she's well, back up and leave the room. Right? Yeah. I, mean, I didn't tell you the ending of the story. She ended up making yeah. out with some guy at the end of the night. So we, we broke oh, that barrier. Okay. Yeah. okay. So she got through that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's the magic. Um, but anyway, going back to, um, oh my God, look at, look, we could just keep talking forever. I'm like, how did we get to this time already? Um, I was wondering if you had any tips because you've been like working on this and you've had like different business and love relationships, what would you say to a person who does have kind of the self-conscious trust issues, get over the hump? Like, are there steps that you found that were helpful? Yeah, I do think that there are, you know, I think that there's some common sense things that um, people should think about along this path. And I think it gets back to, I think we've talked about many of them here is, is um, you can't, stop trying i mean and you can't stop learning too you can't stop working on your your self-confidence um and and trying to get better and trying trying different things with different people and seeing what works and what doesn't work i i think one of the biggest things that has helped me in my own life was being a part of the podcasting industry and going to a lot of podcasting conferences and meeting a lot of different kinds of people in a lot of different kinds of situations. And I think that's one of the challenges that we have today in the world that we have, because most of that experience for me came out of my my time when I was doing a lot of events. I was doing a lot of traveling. I was out, I was going to Europe and going to Canada and going to places all over the world, meeting all sorts of different kinds of people. And, and um, just the fact that I've I've lived um, plenty of years has given me a lot of experience too, because I didn't start out this way. I started out when I was really young. I was very quiet. I didn't say very much. Um, I was an athlete in, in, when I was younger. So I, my expression was really physical. I was expressing myself on the basketball court or whatever. I didn't talk very much at all because actually I had a, a little bit of a stutter and a speech impediment that um, got in the way of me um, having confidence and being able to speak to others. And, and so that was something that I worked on for many years to overcome. And it really, it really happened because I got involved in podcasting and I got involved in, uh, speaking and being a presenter in front of others. Um, and and I think that's kind of a little bit of what I have been doing with my career too, um, is helping others understand that I think now, especially, uh, it's so important that all of us know how to to speak publicly, and and I think that also helps build confidence too. Um, mm-hmm. n- n- not everybody has the opportunity to do this, but but I think increasingly in work careers, I, I think it's increasingly important to be able to get on a Zoom call and come across, you know, okay. That's not as a, it, it, that's not as personal as as in person. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so like contrasting us talking today over the Zoom is not the same as you and I talking at a podcasting conference. It's, it tends to be a little bit of a different dynamic. Um, but, 
that we know each other and that's what brought mm-hmm. us together in this show is because we have talked in person and and have kind of experienced um, each other and have built a certain level of trust um, based on the interaction with each other and me saying what I'm going to do and following through with it. And, and that builds confidence in, in others. And that's kind of what we all have to do in our work careers as well. Um, and sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't, but you just kind of have to be flexible enough to be able to learn from it, get back up again, um, and keep trying and get better and better. No, I love that. Yeah. And to your point, trust creates so many beautiful opportunities if you allow for that to happen. If you're open to it, if you develop a little bit of a thick skin, that's the other thing. I think the the world today is a little bit thin skin Mm -hmm. um, and that gets in the way of people's confidence. And that also triggers anger. And I think we're seeing a lot of that bubbling up now. Um, Increasingly people are frustrated. Uh, People are, feeling like they are being put in situations where maybe they're, they're being, you know, um, discounted or not validated and all this kinds of stuff. And that creates anger that then also destroys trust and destroys relationships. But people don't really realize that because they're so focused on how they feel. So. Oh my God, that is so true. And it's so true what you said about the thick skin, because we're, we're also, such a disposable society right now that if like one thing doesn't feel good or goes wrong, right, you're gone. It's all downhill. It's all, <laughs> yeah, or you're swiping that person away, or you don't give that other person a chance. Like the sense of working through things is being lost, and and yeah. that that is why that I totally agree with you. Why trust is also going uh, downhill. I mean, you, you and I are lucky because we've. I think uh, lived in, in a world that didn't have this internet, yeah. internet communications that, that we have right now, but it, it tends to be a medium or a, a way of communicating that uh, doesn't really foster trust. I mean, it, it, it just, I don't know about your, your phone and your messaging, but th- there's a lot of opportunity for people out there to try and scam you or try and do things that are, uh, fraudulent um, through the electronic communications. People can hide their identities. So I think we all have to be very, very skeptical to some degree, um, less skeptical in person. So that's why I think it's really fascinating w- with you, with your your new show that you're doing in real life dating, right? That, mm-hmm. that, that new video show that you're doing, um, that you took that tack because obviously you saw that as a big issue. Oh my gosh, Yeah. Well, and to be honest, I kind of joke about this too, because yes, online, it's just a higher volume of people and people who are able to scam you and do things, right? right? But I also say, by the way, those people who who are doing that are next to you at the grocery store, they're in the coffee shop, they're at a party, right? right? So they're like, you could play this game forever. It's just a higher volume. So all you could do, like you were saying, is the best you can do and learn how to trust with some protection on you, right? And Mm -hmm. having, you know, just some practice at signs and what to look for and listening to your show so that people can build that trust and, you know, all of those things. But in the end, I believe that if you just keep coming from that place of what you want and knowing the signs and working on yourself, you will attract trustworthy relationships overall. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think if you put out that, and I think yes. you, you know, come across as a as a jerk to others, and you're you're willing to listen to others too, and mm -hmm. really communicate with them in an interactive way. Um, it's just not all about you. <clears throat> yes, you telling others, which which we both know, everybody loves talking about themselves. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, you know, if, you know I, I'm in the digital media world just like you are, and that that's that's the world that we trade on, but it's not in interpersonal relationships. I think interpersonal mm. relationships, you have to be willing to listen. And th that's the other big key thing that I've been trying to communicate in my Trust Factor show is, is the ability to listen and really comprehend what other people have to say and their, their views. And this gets back, it's, it's kind of a, unfortunately a political issue now, but the ability to listen to others and and accept what others say as valid for them is really becoming a lost skill right now. Yeah. Until they listen to your show and it's all going to be renewed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rob, it's thank a, you so it's much. It's a fresh start. Right? It is. We're, we're going to like do this, you know, kind of like one episode at a time, one person at a time. But I think slowly if we all just, you know, build that kind of trust and community with each other. I, I do believe yeah. I it's like the pendulum effect, you know, sometimes yeah. things were going bad over here and then now we're in this place of overcorrection almost. And mm -hmm. I think we'll recalibrate to somewhere in the middle, hopefully. So um, Rob, thank you. Thank you for being a trustworthy friend and yeah, thank you. yeah. And just coming on the show and where can everyone find your show and anything else you want to like, just share. Yeah, the show is part of a of a new network. It's called 100 TV Network, um, and it's at 100tvnetwork.com. So you can go there. It's actually a YouTube channel is what, what it is primarily, but it also has an audio podcast too. So I take the same show and put it out as an audio podcast. Um, but the show is primarily a video show, so which is a big departure for me. Um, I've primarily just been mostly an audio guy. But it's it's really kind of a, a this is a big shift for me because I've been really kind of a technologist. All, all the shows I've done in the past have been about the growth of the internet and the web and podcasting and technology and new media and all this stuff. So this whole topic of getting into more more of like a psychology topic, which is mm -hmm. uh, trust, uh, is taking me off in a different direction. And I I just realized one one day that I had this this vast um, many years of experience <laughs> in this area, and then I see what's happening in the world, and so it's it, it's an important area. But I can be reached also in an email too, Rob dot Greenly at gmail com, and I'm also on Twitter and all the social platforms too. Awesome! Well, I so appreciate you, and thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, Kim. Thank you, too, for listening and joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com. And if you've had a hard time trusting and are attracting lopsided relationships or worse, it's just causing you to put up your walls and not meet anyone at all. Hop on a free call with me so I can help you break down some of those barriers that is causing that love shield of yours. So just click the link you see in the show notes to book that. And remember, working on you is working on your dating life. That's all for now. 